LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hi! Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing... If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Miriam. L-A-S. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's, let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? Uy. It's not that I really want to talk about oh, this, God. but I feel like it's... Um, is this an intervention? It's, it, it is. <laughs> no, but... It, uh, there is an intervention needed. Okay, let's do it. I want to talk about what I am calling overwhelmedity. Ooh, ooh, I, I like that. Just coined a word, overwhelmedity. Overwhelmedity. Yeah, it is the state of being overwhelmed. Mm. Um, and uh, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Um, I am feeling like <laughs> um, much of the world is just overwhelmed. freaking overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got this. Uh, I've got this program on my iPad. When mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. the first thing I do is I go to my Flipboard. Yep. Which has, you know, it's an amalgam of um, of news articles. Okay. From, from both television, but mostly mostly periodicals, magazines, and and newspapers and things like that. Gotcha. Sorry. And um, uh, you go you go into it and you put down the things that you're interested in. You know. Right. And and any news sources that you want. And so, you know, I, I, I put in a, a wide variety. I'm particularly interested in world news and, and national news and, and uh, you know, a couple of namby-pamby kind of, you know, theater and whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, and then you can put in the news sources that you're interested in. And, okay. and I've got everything from Al Jazeera to Fox because I like seeing... You like to see the whole... Yep. Right. Yep. I, 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 like, gotcha. I like seeing people that say... Um, Biden's done a great job for the economy, and I like reading the people that say Biden has destroyed the economy. And I kind of yeah. look at the data and go, "Huh, okay. Well, it's you know as usual somewhere 
in the middle or sure. lately somewhere a little bit more to the left mm-hmm. uh, is the reality. Um, I got so freaking overwhelmed this morning. Oh, looking through that stuff. Looking through that stuff. Mm-hmm. A- and I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a sudden realization. Right. I, I am pretty sure I have been feeling overwhelmed for the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the, the self-reflective things or globally reflective things mm-hmm. that, uh, I have been kind of chewing on is, um, uh, how to, for, for, for governments to control their population, mm-hmm. they use their, their media um, and their power to create a continual state of stress. Okay. And what that does is it, it creates what's, what's called a, a, a national or a social psychosis. Oh, man. Where people's minds are so stressed... They cannot make it's not it's more difficult, difficult. for them sure. to make rational decisions. Sure. Right. Right. This is this is how when when East Germany dissolved, uh-huh. people were discovering that every single one of their friends had helped the Stasi create files on them. You know, everybody was telling the government what everybody else was doing. OK. And that's not. I mean, that's not a normal thing. Right. You know, and so I, I, I'm just, I'm feeling like, like almost globally we're, we're, we're entering this state of sort of global psychosis, uh-huh. you know, um, the thing I read today was, uh, U.S. intelligence. Now this is obviously this podcast is going to come out after. Sure. Um, this date. But uh, the first thing I read this morning was U.S. intelligence. U.S. intelligence says Russia will be invading Ukraine at about 3.30 in the morning on Wednesday. Oh, my. And then the next one was uh, Russia pulls 1,500 troops from the Ukrainian border. Okay. Wow. And... Yesterday, I read, well, it wasn't yesterday because I, I sent this out on Facebook. I read an article from a Canadian author who said, based on a Canadian research company, mm-hmm. 48%, 48% yes. of Americans polled uh-huh. believe that the next presidential election uh-huh will cause an American civil war, no matter which way it goes, right? And I've been, I have, I've mentioned this to my wife. Sure. And she is considerably more level-headed than I am. Um, And, you know, her response is, that's not, that's just just not going to happen. (laughs) That is something that, um, that the media creates mm-hmm. to sell papers mm. and my digital thought, papers yeah. di- well digital paper <laughs> yeah to, to sell pixels or whatever, right. whatever <laughs> the hell it is these days um 
but <sighs> I, yeah, I, I always go back to this, and I said this to Sarah. I said this almost exact conversation happened in 1933 in Germany. Right, it's not going to happen. That it, it can't happen. <sighs> Germany is as an industrialized, um, modern state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are checks and balances. Look at look at our look at our philosophical past. Mm. I mean, we've got Goethe, you know, we've got um, Beethoven. We're not going to go to war with anybody. I mean, what did we all think? I shouldn't say all, but you and I mm-hmm. in 2016, it was all 2015 into 2016 yeah. or 2016. Yeah, we were all we were, it was like yucking it up. It was like well, this is not this can't happen. Well, there was no it way. It will not happen. Right. There's no way. There was no way that he would be elected. Yeah. And we and I don't I mean I think we all were just in a state of shock when it did happen. Absolutely. So it's the same kind of a Yeah. thing. Absolutely. Anything. Yeah. So it is kind of terrifying to kind of go, well, I guess it it could happen. It it could and uh, it might. Yeah. And there are people who say that there's already a civil war. Like there's some people who have that thought process that it's already happening. It's just a it's just in a different way, and it's a, it's kind of a you know it's not guns in the street or it's not you know. Well, <laughs> I know I said that, and then immediately was like, well, it isn't. But you know what? Like it isn't overt. Right. It's like yeah. covert civil war. Just it's it's digital. It's yeah. uh. It's, yeah, but it's driven by uh, media. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, yeah, I don't know. Because it's the most interesting thing right. to read about, you know. Uh, right. the, the, it's, it's the, you know, it's this idea, if you've got, if you've got a, a um, if you've got to choose an article between mm-hmm. um, a car crash mm-hmm. that kills four people mm-hmm. and um, uh, somebody discovering something that's gonna that's gonna help a bunch of people you're gonna go with the car crash because that's that's more interesting the tragedy is more interesting Mm -hmm. well it's because it's relatable it's more close to us and so it triggers a response an emotional response and so people tend to click on those articles because they they're like that could be me absolutely where like the science stuff yeah right well and even the ukraine and russia thing it's like you know it's it's so easy to be so removed from it that you're like what what value can I bring to this situation by taking on this information and really like fixating on mm-hmm. it? Like what change am I making or how am I moving the needle on anything exactly. by 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 getting up in the morning and consuming this information and knowing every detail about what's going on in Russia with the Ukraine? Like is is that important? How is it helpful? I don't know. Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't either. And, and here's here's it's good an, to be informed, but I mean to wake up in the morning and then let it like destroy your day or like really like like affect your mental health yeah, when you yeah. literally can't. You are in that particular situation. I don't know what one can do. Yes, exactly. Okay. And and I, and I want to come back around to that. Okay. But I, I had another moment that I had yeah. forgotten that I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> I um, I love Jen Saki. Yes. I, I think I. Th- I think she is probably, in my lifetime, mm-hmm. the best, clearest, most yes. level-headed press yes. secretary. Yes. Certainly I have ever seen. Yes. Agreed. Um, anyway, she was getting jostled by, by one of the reporters, which is their job. Right. Absolutely. And she knows it. And, and she, she knows she, it. And she handles it beautifully. Right. So she's getting jostled by one of these reporters who is saying, um, uh, 
Well, you know, uh, the uh, 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 pulling people out of, uh, of Afghanistan or Biden's pulling people out of Afghanistan mm-hmm. and pulling people out of Ukraine. I mean, it hasn't really gone hasn't really gone very well. What, what do you have to say about that? And her response was, um, well, this is what I have to say about that. We have had to pull we have had to pull people out of Ethiopia. We have had to pull people out of this country. We've had to pull people out of this country. There are about five countries right now that we have had to reduce our diplomatic force on because of threats. You guys aren't reporting any of those. Ah. I think if you perhaps reported everything we're doing. Right. You might get a clearer picture of how things are happening in the world. Ukraine, as terrifying as it is, is not the only thing happening in the world right now. Right. We, as the White House, are dealing with about a hundred different wars that are going on in the world. Wow. And we are having to juggle all of these things mm-hmm. and prioritize. Mm-hmm. But you guys are more interested in these. Mm-hmm. And um, my my first reaction was, Holy shit, we're pulling people out of other countries. I had no idea. Right? right. And um but I can mm-hmm. guarantee you if you're watching BBC Global, yeah, or Al Jazeera, you're hearing about that shit. Ah. And so that's what you do. You kind of hit all of them if you can. That is one of the things that I try to do if I've got time, you know. Yeah. But uh, BBC America is different from BBC Global. Right. BBC America is doing the same damn thing that that Fox and MSNBC and CNN are doing. Right, They're and so fo- going, going focusing on us. Yeah, going back to your over overwhelm ditty ditty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's interesting to me because you are not the only person I know who does this, who lives like this, who mm-hmm. gets up in the morning and consumes news and all of this kind of stuff. And th- and <laughs> in my limited knowledge those people are depressed mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the right. people that get up in the morning and just consume and like and and then it's it's almost like i don't know what it is the need to uh, understand what's going on in russia and then to and then let it allow it to affect your to overwhelm you right. instead of like saying this is out of my control this is i am in iowa i am this guy i am why can't i just say that's what's happening and why is me worrying about it going to make a difference or adding it to my stockpile of? Are, are you asking me the question? I guess I'm asking <clears throat> you, yeah. Why? Th- this, is, this is what I've really been struggling with lately. Okay. And the, the MAGA thing has super made me struggle with this. Okay. A- and that, that is this. Mm-hmm. I, I do not feel like I have any control or any say. Mm-hmm. In anything. Ah, okay. I, I don't feel like I have oh, any boy. control. Uh, and in reality, mm-hmm. I have no control over what Putin does. Right, right. The only person who's in control of what Putin does is Putin. Uh-huh. Oh, this right? is so interesting, yeah. Um, but at the same level, uh-huh. I don't have any control of what our mayor does. Right. Well. And I certainly don't have control of what our our governor does. Right. Because, because I feel uh-huh. at the state level, starting at the state level, they don't give a shit. They've got their they've got their agenda and that's what they're gonna do. And 
what I have to say as a single individual doesn't really matter that much, mm. right? But here's my problem. I think that we are in the mess we are in today mm-hmm. because so many people have gotten so overwhelmed, they have just said, fuck it. Okay. Ignorance is bliss. I see. I am not gonna I am not gonna think about this shit at all. Mm-hmm. I am just gonna deal with myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that sort of insular thinking, mm-hmm. I think, cuts down on our ability to empathize. If I'm just totally focused on myself, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what happens to you. So I, I totally, I totally agree that we, th- I totally agree. I just don't know why, like when you, to add it, to be, to be empathetic to what the people of those countries may be going through or may, you know, potentially end up having to go through mm-hmm. is absolutely worthwhile to yeah. be empathetic towards that. Again, how do you move the needle? What can you do to change it? I don't know. And so, so, and then you brought up state, you know, uh, government, um, you know, that maybe, but I mean, you have much more opportunity to be impactful at a, at the state level than yeah, you do at the global they've level. They've gerrymandered the shit out of the state so that even if a majority of people vote for something, mm-hmm. it is not guaranteed that that majority right. is going to win. And I mean, in the last election, how, how many American adults, a third one third right. of all American adults didn't give enough of a shit to vote. Right. That's because they don't think their vote matters. Right. And, and that's like the one thing you can do. That's the one, one thing, thing that you can, can do. do. And right now there is a group that's trying to make it so that that is one thing that you can no longer do. It's it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It really is. And that's why I'm feeling so overwhelmed. And I think... Mm-hmm. Most of us are feeling overwhelmed. Yes. Now, put on top of that shit, <laughs> we're uh, we're dealing with. Um, oh God, I hope I hope my grandmother doesn't get COVID. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, A pandemic. Yeah. Exactly. Climate change. Climate change. Which we've fucking known about since the seventies, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. And we've keep shutting shutting that down. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just I feel so fucking overwhelmed and I don't know what to do about it. And I don't know that cutting off news is 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 the way to go. Well, and I'm not suggesting cutting off news. What I'm wondering is I think sometimes we we take on the news and then we 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 take it into ourselves. We take it into our bodies. It's added to our daily thoughts of ov- that add to the overwhelm. And I'm saying yeah. it's one thing to be informed. How do you get informed and know what's going on and be able to have that empathy and um but then also compartmentalize it to like to recognize that this is there's got to be a healthy boundary with that information and uh and the rest of our lives right because what happens is it all bleeds together and then we're just overall overall overwhelmed when we we could be overwhelmed by our jobs by our kids by our by a sick parent by you know there's all kinds of things right that alone could could overwhelm us yeah then to add in the ukraine Right, <laughs> right, 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 and and that's and 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 people dying in Florida. Oh, oh, oh. was that for people dying in Florida? No, I, that I, wasn't your phone. That was the random. Oh, that's a random. <laughs> the random. All righty. 
probably probably good timing since yes. uh, uh, we've been getting a little, uh, you know, a little ranty. <laughs> no, I thought it's all good. It. I love it. I uh, I just got a text from Jason that said "randomo," oh. and then I pressed the button. <laughs> so um, he was watching the time. I'm watching the time. I, I was, and I <laughs> we're just gonna get into it. I am going to take uh, this this um, jar, this jar, mm-hmm. and I, thank you for that. Sorry, <laughs> you were struggling with the word well, jar. I, I didn't know. What, I'm gonna take and, this thing of, of of names and and topic ideas that we Shake call the up. money maker. So while he's shaking the money maker. Um, let me tell you that the rando mo is a relatively new idea that we've got. It's mm-hmm. a random moment um, where if you go to our website, laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A, mm-hmm. you'll see that there's a contact section there where you can uh, uh, send us a word, a yeah. theme, an idea. Something that you want us to talk about that's random and unrelated to whatever it is that we are currently talking about. Absolutely. And today I think that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Let's um, hope so. You send that in. Uh, at the end of our first segment, uh, Alex is going to shake the moneymaker. He's going to he, pick one, tell us what it is, and then at the end of the sec- second segment, we will talk about it. Well, I shook the moneymaker, and I found our topic today. Excellent. It's politics. No, it's <laughs> no, not. It's not. It's not politics. It's not. It's not. Okay, it's okay, not. okay, okay. That is a shot to the solar plexus. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stephanie um, submitted the idea, replace fear with curiosity. The general idea. It just, Mm. quote, replace fear with With curiosity. curiosity. Ooh, I like it. Mm. Okay, Mm. Stephanie, I like that. Replace fear with curiosity. Mm. Relatively open uh, topic, it feels like. Well, I mean, it's just talking about the the idea of doing that. Right, okay. But so last 10 minutes, we'll do that. We will. Or 15, 10, 10 minutes. 10, 5, Three, you know what? 20, whatever. Just you talk. Yeah. It's whatever you want. That's right. Okay. So we're going to toss it to our, um, uh, our we, Are we taking a break? supporter. Supporter? Yeah. What is it that we call them? Sponsor? We're going to toss it to our, sp- <laughs> to our sponsor. Jesus. Uh, and uh, and we will- Go on a break. <laughs> we will be back after the break. I'm Sarah Van Cleave, a biracial, single mom, adoptee, raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. L-A-S. 
triumph, inspiration, tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash one word stories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. And we are back. <laughs> talking about overwhelmed oh, tea. Oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed tea. Mm-hmm. So, were you? Was there something else you wanted to say about over, like another? Well, there's. Okay. So I'm, I'm. I'm reading this. I'm reading this book by. I think his name is Michael Schur. He's. Um, mm-hmm. He's a showrunner and a creator, producer. Oh, I. Yep, we've talked about. He created yep. the Good Place. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that show is essentially kind of about philosophy and, yeah, and yeah. how people are morally or ethically on one side or uh-huh, another. Uh-huh. And uh, in doing so, he, you know, he really delved in the, the idea of morals and ethics. And so he's written this book, this tongue-in-cheek book called How to Be Perfect, which oh, gotcha. obviously is not right. about how to be perfect. Right. But it's about ethics and, and, and morals mm-hmm. you know, in, in the contemporary space. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that he states very clearly and I, I really do this think this is something that that we need to be thinking about and I think that it's something that that people on the left need to be thinking about as okay. well and, and that is when when you're working two or three jobs uh-huh. to feed your kids and pay your rent and keep the heat on oh my gosh. and if at all possible pay for some kind of medical insurance. Right. You really don't have a lot of time or interest in thinking about moral philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not a lot of time to reflect. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore, there's really not a lot of time to, as someone in a privileged position might say, work on yourself. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. True, 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 true. And so there's not a... There's not a loss of there's not a loss of empathy, right? Um, but there's also not a lot of um, feeling a need to be active on a on a larger basis rather than right. just that local need. Oh my gosh! You know? Yes. And so, to me, that is 
that is another level of being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to pay my my freaking bills. Yes, I don't give a shit what's going on in Ukraine. Right, I right? can't. I, it's. I think it's an. I. I can't. There are certain things you just can't give. I totally. To. I totally agree. This is my concern with that. Mm-hmm. Is that at some point, mm-hmm. what's going on in Ukraine may affect you, right? Because your kid gets drafted right. to go to Europe, right? To keep the Russians from getting into. Sure. Austria or yeah. wherever. You're right. You know? And so, for me, and I, I totally understand I am sitting in a privileged position. I mean, I'm okay. not, not scrapping for anything. Okay. Um, my fear is that, my fear is that we are becoming so localized in our thinking mm-hmm. because of our societal structure, because of the pressures mm-hmm. that um, are, are, are literally being placed, not mm-hmm. just happenstance, because of the pressures that are being placed on our middle and lower socioeconomic yes. citizens, um, that th- they truly are feeling like they don't have a voice because they don't feel like they have time to have a voice. Yeah, yeah. And... Oh, that it's, just terrifies me. It's it's very. I think it's very true that the setup is the the world that we've created here is not uh, conducive to like like voting. Yeah, we're even talking like showing up to vote. Right. It's really easy to get. Um, what did you call it earlier when you uh, like only think about yourself? Uh, insulary. In, yeah, in, insulary. And, and um, it, it, you have to. It's survival mode because yeah. it's you literally are. You have to focus on how you're going to keep the roof over your head and right. how you're going to keep the water on. And, and it's incredibly stressful to then you can't, you just can't, you just got to hope that everything outside of that works itself out because I, you don't have the bandwidth. I mean, a person, I mean, it's a lot to ask Yeah. with, with the life. If, you know, if I think in our lifetime, even if we're not there now, we've been there, we know what that feels like. Yeah. And it's, um, it's terrifying. Yeah. And so you just can't, and, and then to take on even thinking about like somebody mentioning Russia and Ukraine. I mean, that's, that's scary. And mm-hmm. it's already living like just your own life is scary mm-hmm. because the way that it's built, like one job, you know, you get, you, you lose, you lose a job. You're, what do you do? I mean, right. how do you feed your kids? Like it's, and so many people are living like that. Yeah. So very many. Yeah. It's incredibly common. Well, it's, it's, I, it's somewhere, it's somewhere up into the, the high 30% yeah. of Americans are, are now at or below the poverty line, which the last thing I read, I think in the Atlantic it's was ridiculous. like $10,000 less than what the poverty line should really be. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So to and po- I mean to live below the poverty line is to live like you you're not live like you can't live. You can't live. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's really hard to um but I but I know people people do you know you just take on all this news all this information in an effort to be informed or to dissociate from <laughs> your life. Yeah. That is that is overwhelming. It's like oh well let's you know scroll through news scroll through things and and not think about what's going on right directly exactly uh in my world and maybe that helps you somehow i don't know i don't know 
I mean, we were talking we were talking earlier today before the uh, before we started recording mm-hmm. about how um, some people and I'm lumping myself in with this. Mm-hmm. Some people who <laughs> here's another privileged conversation <laughs> who some people who really want to take the time to try and meditate or oh, work right. on on mindfulness right. can't because that in that quiet time mm-hmm. their minds just start dredging up yes. all this shit that they just don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with right it's it's also why people struggle with sleep yeah uh because it's anytime you have to be quiet your brain can your brain is left unattended yeah and yeah. that's I'm just realizing that, but that's something that I mean, even I've I struggle with. I and in these recent years, yeah, um, not falling asleep without some sort of noise, so that my brain is attended. Because if it's left unattended, it's like a toddler, and God only knows what it'll get into. Well, I'll w- yeah. I'll wake up in the night in a cold sweat, and it'll be eating peanut butter off the counter and <laughs> smearing shit everywhere, right. drudging up old. Remember when you did this? Yeah. Remember that time you embarrassed yourself here? Remember that yeah. time? <laughs> Or what do you think this person's thinking about you right now? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Remember that moment in middle school yeah, when Exactly. She hates you today. Right. Did you know right. that? Yeah. Yeah. And that person sent you that text. Yeah, that that was that was they that was shade. They were not <laughs> that was a thumbs up. That was not a good te- you know. Right, right. Anyway, but that's 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 just your light. That's just that's the easy like that's the low yeah. stuff. I'm talking you're talking about more you're overwhelmed like just I, with I, all of it. Well, I it, to, to me it's a puzzle. Everything goes together. Everything yeah. is put together, mm-hmm. you know. Um uh back to the so sleep funny. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I have had it's not an argument. Mm-hmm. It's not even a debate. Mm-hmm. It's an I know you're right conversation. Uh-huh, sure. I know you're right, but right. conversation. Oh yeah. When, no, where it's... when when I when I when I go to bed, uh-huh. I try to go to bed as soon as possible. I swear to God, if my kids were if my kids were asleep by seven, I would be sleep. in bed at right. seven, right? Right. So as soon as as soon as the kids are tucked in, yeah. I slip in bed and I start watching stuff on my iPad. Oh yeah. I know it's bad. I know, I know even if I turn the night Yeah, no. The I night know. colors on. Right. I know it's bad. Right. And and I don't sleep great. Mhm. Even with my dental prosthetic and and <laughs> dental appliance. I keep I keep accidentally <laughs> calling it my dental dam and my Oh no, honey. <laughs> my my therapist always questions it. Um, so uh, e- even you know even with that, right. end, I-, I don't really sleep great. Mm-hmm. And you know she keeps pointing out, well, you know you spend two or three hours with your head in in an mm-hmm. electrical screen. Right. Why don't you just read? Why don't you just read? Why don't you just read? And I always my I'm always thinking I, that's exactly right. Right. I used to before I had an iPad. Mm-hmm. I would grab a book. I would love reading the book. Right. And I would sort of drift off, mm-hmm. you know, and I would go to bed. I would fall asleep sooner. Sure, sure. And I re- and this is what stopped the debate. Okay. I realized what my problem was, and I finally told her. I said, you know what? When I read a book, I have to think. Yep, exactly. And when I'm watching shit shows right. on an iPad. Yeah. I, I don't think. No. 
Because, I don't think. Yep. It's pulling all your brain. Because I can't read. I love books. Yeah. I, I buy them. I plan on reading them. I read a page and then I go, I have I have to go back and read it again. Right. Because my brain was yeah. all over the place. Yeah. It's too quiet. It's too, it's too quiet. quiet. And so you're doing, we're doing the same thing. It's like you're, you're, that, I need my brain to be babysat. I got to imagine that some, I mean, there is Everybody. some psychosis well, wrapped up in that shit. I, well, it, I mean, I, I, I would imagine that a lot of people listening to us have a similar, and maybe it's different, maybe it's different for each of them, how, what they do, but I mean, and I also know there are people who just healthy, they just close, they just go to, I remember those days. I used to do that, mm-hmm. crawl into bed. It was quiet. It was dark. I went to bed right. like a normal person should. Right. But no, I got it. It's mm. so I yeah. But I think I think it's a very very extremely extremely common issue because I hear people talk about their sleep shows or their comfort shows mm-hmm. or whatever that they put on in order to be able to fall asleep yeah. and they fall asleep to that. Right. I don't know if it's psychosis. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, uh, you know anxiety, depression. It's yeah. you know you just. If your brain is left to its own devices, <laughs> bad things will happen. That go, is exactly it. You're going to go full Nietzsche and just end up hating yourself forever. I, you know, I just, I, and so the, so the overwhelm, but also it's because we are currently so overwhelmed yeah. and we are taxing our systems. We're in fight or flight all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it would take so much work and so much privilege yep. and it, the ability to, to, um, take the time. I'm not saying it's impossible, mm-hmm. but God damn, it's a lot of damn work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I was talking to my therapist about this just yesterday. Um, about, I was like, why is this so hard? Mm. Like, it just feels like I have been fighting the same battle for a long time, similar to what we're discussing here. Um, and she's like, you've been working really hard. I'm like, I wish that there was like a muscle, like that people could see, like, look at how hard I've been working. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's frustrating that like, it's the kind of work that nobody can see. You can't measure it. Um, and, uh. Look how much weight I've lost on yeah, my lizard brain. Right, exactly. Yeah, my that's amygdala. What I, that's what I. That's what I want. <laughs> my vagus nerve. Yeah, vagus so. nerve's gotten so slim and trim and sexy looking. You can't. You can't do it. But it, and so then we just live overwhelmed. Uh, diddy. Diddy. I don't know why. I can't. Overwhelmed. Diddy. Diddy. Are you overwhelmed by the D? I'm a little overwhelmed with the D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> That was a slip. <laughs> well, it feels like yeah, we needed a slip like, like a that. Time. For this. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the the big question, I guess, is how you know how is it that we, you know, how can how can we deal with this? How do we counter this? And that, for me, that gets to to my fear again, and that's the that sort of insulary. Right. You know. So one thing that's been true for most of us over the past two years is, um, you know, it's some of us who have become a little more depressed than we normally have been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you I've read books and listened to podcasts that talk about this, of course, because, you know, let me consume all the information about how fucked up I am. Exactly. Um, and, uh, is that the, the opposite of depression is connection. Yeah. And we have not been connecting right like we used to yeah and i really think that at least for me that's something on my list is the the first step to to that to to helping myself is connectivity mm-hmm. um it's amazing to me um i've lived in my house now for a year or so and i'm like god i haven't had 
people over. Like, really, had people over. That's so weird for me. That's mm. completely out of character, but that's the kind of insulary. And so once we, I think if we all, like, I don't think we realize how isolated we've become. Right. And then when you when you really think back to how you used to live your life, I mean, you and I, mm-hmm. how we used to live our lives, it was definitely not, you know, alone. No. It was not, it was not alone. No. And you had people that you talked to on a regular basis and you shared each other's problems and we talked about things and you laughed through them. You found out you weren't alone, that other people were feeling the same way just through casual conversations over a dinner table mm-hmm. or around on couches in somebody's living room or around a fire in somebody's backyard or... Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, um, we 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 got so much energy and so much um, uh, soothing from other people. Yeah, even the people that pissed us off because <laughs> it was like it doesn't even matter, you know. Oh, you're annoying, but I. Right. It, but still, it creates interaction. It creates and activity, interaction, you know? and then and then you learn something about yourself from that person behaving in a way that they're you know whatever. Mm. We all just and we are just so dis. I know I am just so disconnected yeah, it, 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 and we, we we are suffering from a, a double whammy you know yeah. we, we have that we have that that disconnection mm-hmm. with with our inst our our devices you know mm-hmm. there there's a lot of yes. a lot of study out there that yes. says that the social media and our and our phones and our computers mm-hmm. and our and our our pads right. are creating social disconnection and and then there's and then the pandemic hits, right. you know, and so we're just kind of double slammed with that. Well, I feel like in the last couple of years, because we've had to we've had the need to disconnect, we have all turned with Zoom with everything. We've had to rely on devices for connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that comes, it's sort of like I want like back when TV was old time TV. I don't know how TV is now, but like when it had commercials and stuff like that. Like I yeah. really want to take in this movie, but you, okay, but if you can watch this movie and it'll be good for you, but you also have to take in all the ads, yeah, all the everything, and you're going to consume it all. Right. And so in our desire to connect via social media, via you know texting, we would, would not not texting, but you know um just going into our devices mm-hmm. for connection, mm-hmm. we also are having to consume everything that's not good for us. Right. In order to get the good stuff, yeah. it's like eating taco pizza. Yeah, but it's so there's good. some good vegetables and stuff on it, but it's overall, so good. it's good. But you know what I'm saying? Oh like, man, <laughs> you don't eat taco pizza for the vegetables. No, so no. Maybe no, that was a bad true. analogy. No, I was just thinking was about taco pizza for some reason. And horrible analogy. <laughs> I know. You know, we, um, <laughs> you, you and I are, are members of a writers' room. Yes. That uh, oh. we uh, meet. Mm-hmm. Um. Get together uh, in a room. Yeah. During the season, we meet once a week, yeah. and then we have a break mm-hmm. uh, in between uh, uh, the first half of the season and the second half of the season, right. and we have another, another break between seasons, right? right. So we, we had our mid-season break mm-hmm. um, in uh, December, January, yep. and um, I, every single individual in that writer's room, I adore. Me too. I Love them. Yep. I love spending time with them. I love just shooting the shit with them. Absolutely. E- there is something, even even if nobody's talking, there is some kind of funky, rejuvenating energy yes. that occurs in that yes. room. Yes. And last week, we were having our first meeting after a while. Yeah, because we had to Zoom a few times. Right. And I was just talking with my wife, and I was just like, I just, I just, I don't want to. I don't want to go. I think I just, I think I'm just going to Zoom. Oh. And she goes, you get your ass out there. <laughs> Good, Julie. You go. <laughs> you have to go to this meeting because you need people. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I mean, she's right. Yeah. Um, and I, I've, this is true. Uh, and I know some of you will not believe this, but I, I, I am, I am a pretty introverted yes. dude. Yes. Um, and anything over like five or six people. Oh yeah. You know, if I have an hour of that, I gotta, I gotta get the hell out of there for a couple of minutes. You right. Know? Um, and and so this this the the, the pandemic and the right. quarantine, mm-hmm. um, boy, that really fed my my hermit right. Uh, right self, and so it's hard to to get out and make those connections again. Yes, and I'm I'm hoping that some of that is going to help with this kind of over you know. Yes. at first it it attacks that overwhelmness. It's like yes. oh my god, I'm just ask, adding right to the feeling of being overwhelmed because right. I got to go out. Yep. But then you get there. You get there, and 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 exchange the, energy. Yeah, the yeah. joy and mm-hmm. the 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 balm, if I may, yeah. that those people give to you. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that that is that is mm-hmm. something that kind of helps. And that's out. a little different because you know you, you for you because it's like I trust all these people. Yeah. And so it's not. A, I mean, I get the the act. I swear to God, the hardest thing is getting out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I will spend. 15 minutes pacing around my house going, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going right. to go. I'm going to go. Whatever it is that involves a lot of people yeah. or a group of people. I'm like, no, I'm, yeah, no, I can do this. I can do this. This is right. dumb. Let's just go. We'll just, why don't you just get in the car? You're getting hot in your coat. Go and get in the car. <laughs> I don't know why I can't just get in the car and freaking go. I, uh, unlike you, was generally an extroverted person. Right. Like, I don't mind being a, in a room of people that I do know and don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of get off on that. Right. Because I like, you know, meeting new people and all that kind of stuff. But so, so for me, it's, it's almost weird that I'm such a hermit. Yeah. It's incredibly weird. Right. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even recognize myself. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's for, for me at least, I feel like that's at least one feasible step in the right direction yeah. to try and combat the depressive overwhelmed uh, is, uh, just getting out connection. and connecting with people. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I- Oh, there's the. What is that? Is that a? It sounds like a tinkle noise. Mar- you mean like, like a peeing tinkle? Or yeah, like mar- it makes me think of a sound you'd play if you were. Oh sure. Like if you were doing a tinkle or tiptoeing. It's like a marimba. Yeah, is that like a marimba? If a mouse was tiptoeing. Sure. Sure. Okay. It's a xylophone. Xylophone oh. trill two. Oh, xylophone trill two. Great. All right, and we are back to the rando mode. Oh yeah. Oh, there's the music. Uh, you know, uh, it, it feels to me as though, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, the, the, the random moment topic for today is sort of uh, serendipitous, uh, that, that whole uh, it is. fear or curiosity thing. It is. I yeah. kind of wonder, yeah, because what, replacing fear with, was that what it was? Yeah, replacing, replacing fear, fear with, fear with curiosity. curiosity. So when you say you're fearful of something trying to think of it as that it's not fear it's just well well it's often that we say uh fear of the unknown yeah like i'll tell my kids who will say well i'm scared of something doing a new thing or something and i said i get it because it's new you don't yeah. know it yeah so i guess that so just maybe the idea of trying to do that like being conscious of yeah uh, uh, yeah and that's i mean that's that's sometimes that's super hard mm-hmm. um you know i was talking about all all of the doom and gloom that i've been reading over the last couple of couple of days mm-hmm. one of the articles that i read however was about uh an event that occurred in late 60s early 70s i think um where a reporter 
um, convinced this dude that was uh, the head of his regional KKK faction oh, okay. to meet with a civil rights activist. Oh. Um, and he reluctantly did. Uh, and within about a year, he renounced his really? affiliation with the KKK. And they have been lifelong friends since. Wow. And that's where that curiosity overcomes the fear. Um, this, this is, which to me is a beautiful thing. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful story. And if you can replace your fear about whatever mm-hmm. with curiosity, I say, I say do it. And if you have people around you that are trying to convince you not to replace that fear with curiosity, maybe there's a problem. You Ooh. know what I mean? Can you give me an example? I don't, yeah. I don't, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, um, um, I, boy, I haven't, uh, I haven't tried, uh, I haven't, I haven't tried Indian food. Oh. Um, it looks like it might be interesting. I've had a lot of people say, oh, it's all just, it's all brown and green and got a lot of vegetables and stuff in it. You'd hate it. You'd hate it. You'd hate it. Um, but if you go, you know, if, if you go try it, you might discover that you like it or you might discover that you don't. Um, so somebody who has a fear yeah. of Indian food because of what they've been told. Because of what they've been told. I see. Right? So you're using that just like as a general. Uh, yeah, as like a general a, thing. Yeah. A, lot of, a, a lot of the fears that we have are, well, hmm. Many of the fears that we have are because we've been told to fear it, mm-hmm. not that it's occurred. Now, I have, oh, I hate saying this. <gasps> oh, I want to hear it even more. I want to hear it. I have, I have a pretty healthy dose of arachnophobia. Oh, yeah? <laughs> not a fan of our arachnid yeah, friends. Yeah, right, right, right. Eek. Uh, and I, I don't either, but I, I know. Th- not a fear, though. I, bizarrely, I know the moment that it happened. Ah. Oh. I I was I was in the uh, uh, the Boy Scout. Well, I might have been a Weeblo at that time, but I was in the Boy Scouts or uh-huh. the Weeblos, and we were doing a paper drive. For those of you <laughs> over a hundred years old and remember what a paper drive was, and I had lifted a stack of papers. Oh. That when I lifted it was taller than me. Uh huh. And I could, I could see Ooh. light on the other side through one of the uh-huh. one of the stacks, stacks of papers. Sure. And there was a fucking spider in there that started running at my eyes. Oh. And it freaked me out. And ever since then, yeah. I've had a visceral sure. reaction. It's a core memory. It is a total core <laughs> memory. I've had a visceral reaction that I have then had to put my control over the top of that visceral reaction, right? Sure. Which I certainly do for my children. Right. You know? Because you don't want them to, I don't you don't want, want to pass it on. I don't want to pass it on. Right. Right. And, and that that is a fear that if instead of just saying, I'm afraid of that, I don't want to see that shit. Right. I had gone, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna study spiders. Yeah, I am. I Is that am what gonna, you did? Uh, oh God, no! Oh, they okay. scare the shit out oh, of me. Okay. But what I'm <laughs> but what I'm saying is. I would be a hell of a lot better off, and now maybe, maybe, maybe now I'll do this. But I would be a hell of a lot better off if I said, you know what, I'm going to study spiders, yeah. and then I will discover that they're hey, not. you know, you want these guys in your house. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, you want them in your house because they kill a bunch of bugs that right. you don't want in your house. Right. And if you can read up and find out that they're really not going to hurt you or, you know, they're, they're not poisonous. Yeah, yeah, they're icky to look at. Right. But I mean, not... pretty much anywhere but Australia, they're not going to kill you. Oh, my gosh. So you saying that you were afraid of spiders made me think well, would, that you were trying not to pass it on to your kids. I mm-hmm. was like, what What fear do I have like that? I don't really have any. Like, And I'm like, oh. and then I did two like... <laughs> You probably heard me like just because I, I was like because I was I was thinking of it and then realizing that it's um uh it's heights, oh but it's um like you know when you're someplace and there's like a railing over like an atrium so it goes up really high so like a mall or like Mall oh, of yeah. America or yeah, something yeah, you know, yeah. the atrium sure. and you can look over and you can see the stores. I seriously can't get. I don't want my kids to get too close. Sure. I. I have visions of myself like losing my mind and jumping over. Oh. Or like I'm going to just do something dumb and fall over. Right. Or my kids are going to, I'm not going to think and they're going to be look like, I can't I can't watch kids get up on the edge of a railing and look, oh, I'm like, oh, yes, come, come back here. Mm-hmm. Just get back here towards mommy, please. Yeah. I can't, or other people's kids, I just can't stop looking. I'm like, oh my God, get them away right. from the railing. And right. I literally can't get, I, I don't like to, so sometimes I'll be like, okay. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna look over this railing. It's fine. Yeah, and I have to think through. I'm like, this is at my chest. You are not a tall person. You are not going to topple over this right. and end up on the ground below. I don't know where it came from, but I totally probably have passed it on to my kids because I don't know how to hide that from them mm. when we're in a place where, you know, it's life threatening. Right. In my opinion, but it's really like uh, balconies. I have sat in a balcony and 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 lost and been sitting there going, I'm just gonna all of a sudden just something's gonna happen and my brain's gonna glitch and I'm gonna step over this balcony sure. and fall in the seats below. I think yeah. about it every time. Wow. What's that? So that's, I don't know how to turn that into curiosity. <laughs> I'm just curious yeah. what would happen yeah. if I... That's, that's a tough one. That's <laughs> but a tough I, one. I, I know it's not about what the... I guess it is kind of about that because I don't know how to turn that into curiosity, but it was just triggered by you saying that you have a fear that you didn't want to pass on to your kids. Right, but right. Like, ah! And and there are there are a lot of people that have fears that they want to pass on yes to their like they they think they're healthy healthy fears like right. he- like a good fear to have yeah i mean yeah. someone's like white fans so, someone's skin is a different color that's oh, a fear they're oh. wanting they are wanting uh, their kid to have for uh, some for some reason yes okay right? i see what you're saying so they pass oh. they pass that on right. and that child then has to decide, okay, am I going to embrace this fear? Right. Or am I going to be curious? Yes. And explore why I have this fear. Mm. That's, um, a, that's or a tall order. explore this culture or explore mm-hmm. this this society or or. It's a lot to ask whatever. of a kid. You have to get to a certain age, I think, oh, to start lot. exploring those things. I don't know. It would be great if an eight-year-old was like, I think I'd like to know more about this. Well, my kid does that. Oh, well... Yeah. Pin a rose on your nose. Well, he's 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 very much like. Uh, so, is it true that if you stick your finger in a in a in an outlet, it's gonna hurt? And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> well, how do you know? <laughs> and so I go, well, son, why don't you um, what do you do a little research? No, on the interwebs about oh. that and see what happens. <gasps> Yeah. You just made me think about somebody sticking like a fork or something in a at, at electrical night, shock is another thing I have a fear about. I guess at night while he's <laughs> sleeping, I just whisper in his ear, "Just touch it, just lick your finger." No, stop! Oh socket. my god, stop! Don't, do not. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Oh man, you tr- you just triggered me big time. I just realized that's another thing. I have a fear. 
Someone whispering in your ear no, at night? No, well, yeah. <laughs> Telling me to just lick my finger and <laughs> stick it in the Stick socket. it in there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a curiosity, not a fear. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just lick your finger. That was so creepy. <laughs> I think we've done enough damage. I think we have done enough <laughs> Thank damage. Thank you for the um interesting comment though. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie. I hope that I hope that uh sufficed. Yeah. And we are, of course, produced by LAS Podcast Network. Yes. And you can find us at LASPodcastNetwork.com. Yes, you can. And you can join us by getting on LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Yes. Where you'll get, you can find merch and... Uh, uh, extent other content, all, bonus content. All kinds of fun stuff. Uh-huh. Ad-free listening. Yeah, and you can find us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope you find us next week. And thanks for listening. Bye. LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.